What is up, everyone? We are back with another episode of Shaping the Culture. Hope all is well with you guys. Uh, hope you're staying warm. Where I'm from here in the Twin Cities in the Minneapolis area, it's chilly. It's really cold out here. And so uh, we're drinking our tea and our coffee and bundling up and all that good stuff. So wherever you find this or wherever you're listening from, I hope you're staying warm, enjoying yourself. Christmas is around the corner my favorite holiday of all time and i think it's because gifts is my like number one love language but that's i'm supposed to say because of jesus but (laughs) i'm sure he has a big part to play in it as well uh but in addition to all of that we've got a special guest with us really excited to have a conversation with this brother um he is someone who loves the lord uh who cares about his people who cares about the church Um, He is someone that is committed to self-development and growth. Just from the content I see, the books he reads, the advice he gives, he's mind, body, and soul, all of it. And I've always said to be spiritually healthy is to be physically healthy, to be spiritually healthy is to be emotionally healthy, to be spiritually healthy is to be relational and mentally healthy and all that good stuff. And just from what I've seen and what he's about, he's just that. He's a dynamic communicator. Um, loves Jesus, not just in the way he communicates the gospel, but the way he loves the people around him. I'm a conversationalist. I know there's depth to this brother, so I'm excited for this conversation. We got with us none other than Pastor Sam Tekka with us. What's good, bro? Hey, thank you. Wow, that was quite the introduction. Yeah, yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. To live up to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. That was very kind of you. Yeah, well, I so something you don't know, I actually didn't even tell you this before we start airing. Okay. I've actually always wanted you to come on, was always looking for an opportunity, really? a reason. I think wow. we found one. I think we found yes, one. And so. I think we did. Wow. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's a privilege. As I said it again, it's 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 an honor to be here. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, for those who don't have context for who you are, don't know who you are. Uh, let us in on some of the things that make you who you are, what you love, what you enjoy, your backstory, all of that good stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was born in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, for all my Canadians, hey. and uh, moved uh, from Calgary to Edmonton, um, I think after 10 years after living there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, I continue to reside there and um, fast forward a, a few years later, I managed to go to Ethiopia for a year and a half, mm, uh, managed wow. to see the culture, you know, be in the culture. I was so young at the time, you know, yeah. uh, but you know, it, it gave me kind of a sneak peek into, you know, the culture and my heritage and where I come from and, and, you know, the background behind that. Yeah. Um, and so after that year and a half, I, I came back to Edmonton and, you know, uh, I mean, men, there's so much to, to tell, honestly, but basically, you know, I think in, in my life, I've always grew up around a a Christian home. You know, my parents are are Christian and, and, you know, they, they always believed in, in Jesus. And I, I grew up in that type of atmosphere. Um, but I, I don't think I personally knew the Lord myself, um, until, you know, I started, you know, seeking some answers. And, you know, I think while I was trying to seek for some answers, I was also going through, you know, life, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, 
looking back at it now in, in retrospect, you know, I kind of had this sense of resentment towards God. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the reason why um, I didn't really want to engage with wow. knowing Jesus personally, wow. um, but rather just, you know, enjoy the activity of church, uh, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so, I mean, eventually I got to a place where, you know, I had to surrender, you know, and, you know, got saved in, in 2013. Wow. Two years after that, uh, went to Vanguard Bible College and got my Bachelor of Arts in Biblical Theology and Pastoral Studies. Yeah. And yeah, in April 2017, mm. um, I became the pastor of Hybrid Church. Wow. Did that for, you know, four years yeah. and managed to transition, um, you know, this year. Yeah. Um, and now I'm, I'm the advisor of, you know, our hybrid church campus and yeah. I'm also leading our, our missions ministry, um, called hybrid nation, which is launching, you know, this January. So, awesome. um, so yeah, that's, that's a little bit about a little bit of my background, you know, yeah. of course, yeah. you know, I love Jesus and I love to serve him and, yeah. and, and, and yes, I mean, the most important part, I got married in May hey. and <laughs> yeah, I got married too. Yeah, I'm sorry, ladies. Woman. He's out the game. He's out the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This nugget is this nugget is in the freezer, man. <laughs> you retired the jersey. Um, <laughs> yeah, I retired the jersey. Um, yeah, to a wonderful woman by the name of Redu, and yeah, yeah, we're 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 happily married, man. It's it's an awesome time. That's awesome, bro. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Well, uh, I wanted you said something here that <clears throat> stuck out to me. You said one of the reasons why you were hesitant. Yeah to pursue a relationship with Jesus is because you had some resentment towards him. Um, if it yeah. isn't too much of a personal question, can we dive into that? I think it's important to note Absolutely. because oftentimes you hear people talking about not wanting to commit to Jesus because, Hey, I, I want to party. I want to have a good time. I want to do me. I want to enjoy myself. I want to be young and free. Um, but I think if we were to be honest with ourselves, there's always something deeper and yeah. there's always something going on on the inside of us that we're afraid to confront or just haven't confronted altogether that's really hindering a true relationship with Jesus. And if you don't mind, can you share maybe what some of that was and what broke you and brought you to Jesus and having not just activities in the church, but actual relationship with Jesus? Yeah, no, great question. And I am absolutely open to, to answering that. Yeah. Um, it, for, for those who know me personally, um, so my, my family has been through a lot, let's mm. just say that, to, yeah. to say the least. And uh, one of the things that has really impacted, you know, our family dynamic is my mom was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Mm. And um, as a result of that, we had to deal with a lot. I mean, you know, a lot of the symptoms that came from schizophrenia, yeah. even the, the dynamic of our conversation, our relationship yeah. with, with my mom, you know, was very, very difficult. And, you know, I, I grew up with that from a very young age. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and even till this day, till current, you know, still dealing with that. Yeah. But, you know, I think I was angry at God and, and I had built up this bitterness against God because, I mean, I was looking at all these other families and I was looking at, you know, people had, you know, of course, based off what I saw and yeah. what I wanted to see. But, 
you know, I saw these families healthy and enjoying, enjoying one another and, yeah. um, you know, having, you know, sanity at least. Mm. And, you know, I would look back at, at, you know, our situation and just wondering like, why right. us, right. you know, like, right. why do we have to go through this? Mm. You know, you know, and, and God, it's your fault. I basically, you know, lifted my, my fist to the heavens, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, I think because of that, um, I, it led me to rebel against God in, in a lot of ways, like knowingly too, yeah. um, knowingly rebelling against him. You know, I was, yeah. you know, I was that dude, man. Like I was in that, I was in the club. I mean, yeah. I was partying every single day, yeah. uh, drinking belligerently. Uh, yeah. I, and, and it just did all that to numb the pain of yeah. what I was going through and, yeah. and what we were dealing with as, as a family. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, the, one of the things that I really love about your question is that, you know, you, you preface, you prefaced it with, you know, we don't know why we, we make those choices in terms of, um, rebelling against God or having, you know, having to not want to go deeper in our relationship mm. with God. And I love that you said that because I am the type of person now mm. who wants to get down to the root issue right. of certain things in my life, because it's only when we get to the root yes. that we could, you know, really sap out the poison and right. begin to replace that right. with healthy belief systems, yes. healthy attitudes, healthy thinking, yes. um, and, and ultimately healthy living. Mm. Um, and so for me, that was a huge pain point in my life, huge pain point. Yeah. Um, but glory to God, honestly, even though we are still dealing with, mm. you know, the issue, mm. my perspective, wow. my outlook, my, mm. the, the way I see it now is 100% night wow. and day difference wow. from how I deal with it and how I even deal with my mom and, and my relationship wow. with my mother. So yeah, yeah it's, it's really by the grace of God and, and yeah. by his Holy Spirit alone that, yeah. that I've arrived there. So yeah. Bro, you, you're just dropping truth nuggets everywhere mm. you go. <laughs> I, 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 I love what you said because I think a lot of the times, you know, when I think about even my own life and conversations I have with people that I love, you know, it's almost like we give God this option, you know, as if mm. God is in our debt. But, you know, God, I will come to you if you change my situation. You know, mm. I will commit to you if you open up that door. I will commit to you if you grant me this blessing. But what I love about your testimony is he got your heart without changing your circumstance. Wow. And only yeah. the power of the spirit of God can do that. I think about Jesus's final words to the, his wow. disciples before he sent, he's like, peace I give to you, not like the world gives, you know, the peace that the world gives is very, it's wow. escapism. I'm going to get on a plane, go on a beach, have a nice little drink, and I get to run away from my problems, and that's the peaceful life. But yeah. Jesus prompt. think about it. Jesus says that the night before he dies for our sins. Yeah. He's currently being betrayed by Judas. Judas has already left the dinner table, and in the midst of severe pain, in the midst of severe betrayal, he says, I've got peace, and I've got peace Absolutely. for all of you guys. And um, I just see 
you know, I, I, and I think that's what the world is, is drawn to. I mean, anybody would accept Jesus if he, if he changed your circumstance, yeah. but it's one of those things where, oh, he doesn't change your circumstance, but he still has a hold of your heart and your life. Yeah. That, that's only God can explain that. You know what I mean? And yeah, so, absolutely. And I, I love that you brought up that scripture, you know, Jesus saying, I don't give the peace yes. that the world gives, you know, yes. it's different. And, you know, I think for me, I, that's what I try to communicate to people often is like, sometimes, you know, this idea of escapism, leaving and, and not wanting to confront the problem or confront the situation or confront the belief systems that yeah. we have, you know, um, it, it's necessary that we do. Mm. Um, because if we don't, we, we really won't see God's hand move wow. in our lives in such a way that it transforms mm. other people, mm. you know? And like, mm. for me, it's, and it's not a peace that is absent of problems. Yes. That's the difference with yes. the peace of the Holy Spirit. That's good, man. It's like the peace of the Holy Spirit is not absent of problems. Yes. The peace of the Holy Spirit is literally in yes. the midst yes. of the problem yes and it's whenever you have jesus on the boat in the midst of the mm. storm that's when you stop peace seriously on, Bishop. and yes. that's what i personally experienced in my life and i love that you pointed that out and you highlighted that because that's something that we have to know yes um we can't escape we need to confront it and then we will begin to experience that peace that surpasses all understanding yes yes that's yeah good, man that's a word that's a word yeah Absolutely. And thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, I know that's sensitive information and, you know, that's hard, you know, and, and I'm sorry about what you had to go through and some of the things that you still have to struggle through. And, um, but I trust that God's grace is sufficient. And yes, sir. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. He's not only yeah, captivated he your heart, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Well, one thing I wanted to talk to you about was you've got a podcast that came out. Yes. God yes. Be Known podcast. Yeah. And uh, first of all, I'm really excited to see some more brothers and sisters in the podcast space. Yeah. Because uh, Lord knows how much we need y'all. Um, yeah, you hope... better be expecting an invite, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, bro. Anytime. Yes, uh, but I just, I just love that you started a podcast. And even from the title alone, God Be Known, you have a clear agenda with the podcast. And so what was the inspiration behind starting the podcast and what's, what's, what's the win for you? What's the vision and heartbeat behind the podcast? Yeah, no, that's good. Um, yeah, the, you know, the podcast, the title of the podcast, God be known, uh, the motto behind it is to know God and to let God be known. Yeah. And f for me, what that means, I, 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 I break it apart because it's, it's better to understand, but what it means for me to know God and I, what I believe the, the mandate of scripture is, and when it talks about knowing God and knowing the one whom he has sent, which is Jesus right, Christ right. means not to know about him. Yes. It means to know him personally, like mm. having a personal relationship with Jesus to the point that he is your friend it's 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 like the difference between 
knowing someone and knowing about someone is you know what irritates them you know what they desire you know what satisfies at their heart you 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 know what what makes them angry you know it's just this intimate relationship where you begin to know the person of jesus christ and ultimately that leading to letting him be known so it it goes from inward to outward to allowing people to see the living jesus christ within us and being the light and the salt of the earth i think for me the reason why the lord had put that on my heart was first and foremost before pointing to anyone else it was the lord pointing to me first and telling me like do you know me Mm. do do you know me personally and you know it was a moment of conviction in my life as i said earlier i surrounded myself with the activity of church yes and the activity of maybe god's people but i did not know the activity of the holy spirit personally working in my life yeah and and i think whenever we end up in that place where we know about jesus rather than knowing him um Mm. man we we settle for a cheap imitation of the real thing and and so for me that's when the lord started grabbing a hold of my heart and despite the external circumstances of whatever may happen in my life and even what may happen within the church yes because the church isn't exempt from it we're all people who are broken no matter that whether there was church hurt or a believer or brother or sister who hurt me because i know him personally yeah i'm not moved i'm not shaken it probably hurt my feelings but it's not to the point where i break apart from the body of christ and i break apart from him and his presence you get what i'm saying so that's the beautiful part about knowing jesus and what christ did in my life and and then pointing to the reality of like him saying to me let the world know me wow like really really know me as i begin to learn jesus begin to know his character and his ways sharing that with the world yeah and letting him be known of course and that's not perfect but that's the beauty about knowing jesus right is that even in our weaknesses yeah. we could point to him yeah. like anytime you find individuals pointing to just their strengths they're pointing to themselves yes but the minute you begin to open up in vulnerability and say i actually have a struggle with forgiveness and i need jesus that yes. shows the jesus part of you right of of them really knowing and seeing that you're willing to admit i'm broken and i need jesus it's that humility that humbleness and so of course it's not perfect but it's saying hey how can i let jesus be known in every aspect of my life so that's what i really want out of this podcast dude like i want people to know jesus for who he really is not for what the media portrays him to be not from what church hurt has done and therefore it skewed their vision of jesus and the realness of who jesus is no the real jesus that's written in scripture and his presence knowing him personally yeah that's the goal for me it's to know him and let god be known man bro 
First of all, that was fire. That's that's. <laughs> this is my here. personal testimony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting happy feet over here, and let me it. let me let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. This is actually something I've been thinking about as of recently. Mm. So, you know, every quarter our church, you know, we um, for all of our leaders and our teams, we have this thing called Development Day, mm. and what we do every quarter is we bring everybody that serves, everybody that leads. And we have clinics. So we bring on different wow. experts, pastors, things of that nature, and we get trained up. And so this, this past uh, development day, we brought on an executive pastor from one of the fastest growing churches in Minneapolis. Wow. And just to kind of speak into um, our community, you know, kind of encouraging us as we wrap up the year and, you know, filling us up with, with some faith going into the next year. Wow. Mm -hmm. And his message was surrounded. Or, it, it, is surrounded this idea of contextualization. So mm -hmm. he went through and he broke down, you know, what the baby boomers needed in their generation. He broke down what Gen X needed, millennials needed, and now what Gen Z needed. It's based off some research. And we looked at it from a sociological standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, from a psychological standpoint, all these different things. And one thing that researchers have found is every generation is asking a different question. Wow. And what Gen Z is asking, what this upcoming generation is asking from the church, from God, is, it's not what is real. It's not what's true. They're asking, is it beautiful? Wow. <laughs> is it beautiful? Wow. So Gen Z doesn't come into the church and think, wow, they're, they're preaching amazing sermons or they're not coming in and thinking, wow, the lights is excellent. Or they're not coming in and wanting five points to why Jesus is real. What they're looking at is, is this Jesus that you talk about beautiful? And it, it blew my mind away because I started thinking about John chapter five. John chapter five, Jesus says something so profound. He said, you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal yeah. life. And it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse wow. to come to me that you may have life. Jesus is saying, oh, you think you know me because you have the first five books of the Bible memorized, the Pentateuch memorized. You think you know me because you know all the laws, but you've missed it altogether. And, wow. and the reason why this is essential and important is because I grew up, let me just give a quick testimony, yes, yes. In, the, in the Ethiopian church. And, you know, it was full of, you know, exorcism, signs, wow. wonders, tongues, things of that nature. And bro, like it was, it was cool for a while and then mm. it got played out. And mm. then by the time it was for me to go to college, I resented that, um, unfortunately. Wow. And I was like, okay, another week where we speak in tongues, I need some meat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like wow. another mm. week where we're going to have an altar call. I don't know what Jesus says about finances. I don't know what Jesus says about marriage. Like, it just got played out for me. So when I went to college, I went the opposite direction where I was like theology, 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 apologetics, 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 feed me information, feed me information. And for a while it, it did, it did its thing. It did its part. And then fast forward to 2020 and our world, <laughs> our world <laughs> fell apart and people, people who were more theological sound than I was started leaving the wow. faith. Wow. People who were way more well-versed in how to defend the faith started leaving the faith. 
And even in my temptation to, the, to leave the faith, I couldn't. And I started to really assess. I started to reflect, why is that? And the Lord had brought to my attention, mm. I've just seen too much. Mm. The God of the Bible was not just a Bible verse to me. Mm. The God of the Bible was not just a theological term. Yes, yes. The God of the, I've seen him work profoundly. I've seen him do things that I can't unwitness. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've seen addicts become whole, bro. Like I've seen demon possessed people gain freedom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've yeah. seen people who had cancer get healed of, can you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I began to realize the thing in one season I began to resent was the very mm. thing that saved me in a different season. Wow. <laughs> Be and, and, I, and I think this is important to note because we are living, I mean, as content creators, you know, we got so many podcasts out here, so mm. many sermons, so many, I mean, like, mm. we live in a day and age where you don't need to go to church to get good teaching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can yeah. just log on to YouTube. The best of the best are laid out for you. Yet and still, we have a crisis. Mm. And I think it's because of what you're talking about. We're missing out on something beautiful. Yeah. And that's what this generation is asking. Like, I don't need facts about God. I need to know God. And I am thoroughly convinced that to see God is to see beauty. Um, mm. To see God in, in, in his splendor, in his glory, to see him accurately is to be met with glory and beauty and majesty and that's at the end of the day what our hearts are looking for and what we're searching for and what wow. theology can't do a touch from heaven will you know what i'm wow. saying and so wow yeah bro Dude, that you know you are you are touching on a nerve right now because yeah like people are hungry mm. like they're hungry for yeah. intimacy and yeah. they are hungry for authenticity dude like mm. when you talk about knowing jesus and mm. his beauty and his splendor yeah there's also something so beautiful about knowing him and his suffering too wow yes and that's the part that i think mm. captivated me is knowing yeah that the blood is beautiful, man. Yeah. Like the blood signifies so many things. It, it yeah. signifies the, the payment of our debt. It, it signifies the fact that we have been cleansed by the blood, but it also signifies that in the blood, there is life mm. that in the blood of his suffering and his sacrifice is when we begin to see the beauty and the majesty of who he is. Yes. Like, yes. and when, we begin to mm. expose, I'm telling you, when we begin to expose our weaknesses and our suffering in Christ, right? For righteousness sake. Yes. Not, not because of stupidity's sake, right? <laughs> but when, There's a when difference. we begin yeah. to suffer with Christ in his suffering and we expose that to the world mm. and we show the world, hey, I'm suffering but I'm in it because of what we talked about earlier, that yes. Jesus is still my savior. Like wow. I've That's seen good. way too much. Yeah, like way I've too much. <laughs> Man, that's when people are like, oh, there's beauty in the good, but there's also beauty 
in the blood. Like there's beauty in the sacrifice and in the, in the, in the hurt and in the pain as well. Yes. yes. And when we begin to open that up to the world, they could actually see like, yeah. we're just like them, yeah, yeah. but we have something different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we have something different and yeah. the different is Jesus himself. So Can dude, I mean, you could get me going, man. No, I got, I got to build off that. Cause you just inspired <laughs> some thoughts. <laughs> Uh, when you said that, immediately my mind went to Paul, who said in Philippians, mm. not only do I want to share in the resurrection, yes. but I want to share in the suffering of Jesus. Yeah. And when you when yeah. you think, I like Paul, that's morbid. Like, what are you talking about? And then you like, 2 Corinthians, they say, is one of Paul's most personal letters, where he just yes. bears his heart out, his pain, his anguish. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, he says, and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. So mm-hmm. Paul just says, I want to share in his suffering, not because I just want to suffer for suffering's sake, yes. but I want to share in his suffering because he has opened my eyes to his glory and as my eyes have been glo- open to his glory, I have been transformed into his likeness. And as yes. I'm being transformed into his likeness, I am becoming more and more yes. like him. And yes. I just, I feel like the invitation to know God is the invitation to see God. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I think about growing up, everybody's like, read your Bible, pray. I mean, I wish they told us why. It's like, yeah, wow. you don't, you don't read your Bible to check off a, like your box on, on the to-do list for the day. Yes. It's so that God can, through the spirit of God, illuminate your eyes and you can see him. And the key to changing, the, chi- the key to transforming, the key to suffering for him is seeing him. Wow. I, I think about Stefan, right? Who mm. <laughs> he's being Tell stoned, it. suffering, literally being stoned. Right. But his eyes, he sees God. The Bible says his eye, the heavens were open and he was able to see God. And he said the very things Jesus said on the cross, forgive them, Father, for they not know what they're doing. Correct. How can someone endure the suffering that this present life is throwing at us by seeing God? And that's, yeah. what, that's what you're talking about, to the God be known. You want, you're yes. inviting people to, to see God. Yes, so, yes, yeah. yeah, that's so good, man you you yeah that is that's so beautiful i it's 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 been one of it's been one of my passions and and of course you know i i don't want anybody hearing this thinking like oh you know there you have to be you know perfect and you don't have to you know have weaknesses no like i i just want to be very clear i have my weaknesses i have my struggles as well and it's yeah. the reason why we're talking about this yeah um it, in 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 the glory and also in the suffering but mm. i think i think the reason why we're kind of heading down this path in this direction is i'll tell you the story yeah i remember i was in calgary mm. and uh we were at a restaurant with a couple of my friends yeah and the waitress who was uh, serving us, um, by, by the end of the night, she, you know, she gave our bills and she asked us, which is the common question that all the waiters you know, ask, which is, you know, what brings you guys here? Is there yes. a special occasion? And 
our our response was no we know we were just hanging out just chilling relaxing and um but then we we told her that you know we actually have a church conference tomorrow like mm. the day after yeah. and we're going to be going to that so that that got brought up into the conversation mm. and then so she started talking about how she used to you know believe in god and how mm. she used to be catholic and mm. you know she you know really grew up in, in that type of home you know you know with her parents and so we proceeded forward with the conversation and uh, well, I said, what, what about now? Like, are, do you believe in God now? And she's like, you know what? No, no, I, I actually don't believe in God at all, really. Mm. And I asked her, you know, because I wanted to, you know, probe, you know, the, the, the answer out of her. But yeah. she was like, well, I just seen too many people who claim themselves wow. as Christian wow. and they, they, they yeah. don't like, they don't really live up to what he mm. says in the word of God or, you know, or in, in that religion. Yeah. And Ebenezer, I cannot begin to like tell you how many conversations I've had with people who are non-believers now. Yeah. That have maybe grown up religious, right. you know, and this is the common response that I get, right. which is I fell apart from the faith. And again, right. the danger of being in the activity of religion, yes. like not knowing Jesus. Right. Yes. And they see the representation right. of Jesus. Yes. And it's an incorrect representation. Yes. And as a result, they have been led astray and, yeah. and led afar. And, and, you know, God would say, like, I'm going to use the Israelites to mm. show my light. I know. Mm. And, and for us as New Testament believers, it's so important. And it's yeah. so important we represent Jesus well in, in the good times and also in the times where we feel weak and we're struggling or we're dealing through something that we're still able to be open and honest in those moments and pe point people to Jesus. Yes. And so again, just like pointing to the idea of letting God be known, you know, among people that, you know, that could possibly be watching this podcast and be like, yes. yeah, I actually went away from God such a long time ago, but yeah. I'm here to encourage you. Like, yes. listen, don't, I, I know you encountered that in the past, but yeah. Jesus is, is, is beautiful like Jesus is good. Like yes. Jesus wants to have an intimate relationship with you. And yes. when you trust in him, yes, there is no shame. There is no disappointment yeah. in that relationship. And so it's like, this is what I want people to know. This is what I want people to experience. This is what I want people to see. You know what I'm saying? That's so good, bro. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Like as we're talking, it's clear that you have a heart and a burden for people to know God, right? Yeah. As I'm hearing you talk about the story and the experiences that you had at the restaurant, as you're referring to the people that you know who grew up in the faith but now have maybe been disillusioned mm -hmm. by the mm -hmm. faith because of other people's witness. Mm -hmm. my, my question is, where does this passion come from for you? Because um, it's so easy, bro, to just see the problem and just be like, well, that's none of my business. Let me focus on what I got going on. Let me focus on what yeah. I know is true. There's a million things you could 
be talking about on your podcast. There's a million problems you can be solving through the conversations that you're having on your podcast. Where does that desire, where does that passion come from to see people truly know and experience God? Yeah, it, honestly, man, it's a really, really simple answer for me. Yeah. Um, I love him. Mm. Mm. That's where my passion comes from. Yeah. Like, wow. and the reason why I love him is because he first loved me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, for me, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, where the passion comes from, where, where this, you know, um, this this fire comes from as well is, is from his love for me and in response, my love for him. Yeah. And man, to, to just answer you that question straightforward yeah. and simple, it's, yeah. it's that I, I love him. And, yeah. and because I love him and because he loved me, man, like wow. I just want him to be seen. I, yes. I want him to be known, dude. Like, Ebenezer, like our lives have been changed because of who Jesus is in our lives. Like yeah. we, where would we be without him? Like yeah. right now, I just, when I think about it, like, you know, people know me from Canada. I'm a crier. Like I'm an emotional <laughs> basket. Sometimes, but like Judas Smith. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, man, like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the love of Jesus. Mm. Like, dude, man, when you are captured and captivated mm. by the love of Jesus, like you cannot help yourself, but to say, I cannot, like, I want to stand up on the roof and I want to yell out his name. Like yes. it's Jesus. And so dude, we've been transformed by his love, man. And that's why, that's why it's really simple for me. That's beautiful, yeah. bro. Um, yeah. I, uh, I'm reminded of Peter again. Um, yeah. You know, after Jesus dies, you know, everybody left, went back to their old things. Peter went back to fishing. It's all he knew. Mm. And um, it's so funny. Peter rejected Jesus to a 12-year-old girl three times, right? It's, it's not a yeah. Roman official. It's, it's nobody that can really put his life in danger. It's a 12-year-old girl dismisses yeah. the last three years with Jesus. Yeah. And um, yet and still, Jesus pursues him. Jesus resurrects, and he goes finding Peter, right? Talk about, you know, we love because he first loved us. Like, denying him, he still chose to come get us, you know? Correct. And yeah. he goes out, and I love Jesus, man. This is like, you, you would think that Jesus would be disappointed. He would be mm -hmm. giving Peter the silent treatment, that he would have his arms crossed. But yeah. he calls Peter over. He's cooking breakfast for Peter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he's about to commission the very person that denied him. That's a whole nother story. Yeah, that's... But right. But before he commissions him, he asks him three times, do you love me? And it's so powerful. It's a powerful. And he doesn't say, you know, our, our English language language is limited. You know, when love is, mm. is very mm. it's spread yeah. thin you know yeah and yeah. once you know we could say i love pizza and my mom in the same sentence and it's just yeah. like those two those two two things are completely different but he says do you agape me do you love me with everything yeah. right yes. um yeah. wholeheartedly and and then peter responds back by saying i phileo you which is yeah. a brotherly type of love. So he's exactly. essentially saying, yo, Jesus, I love you, but not with everything. I love you like I love the homies. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> asked the question again, 
No, 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 no. Like, do you love me more than that? Do you love me with everything? And Peter's like, no, nah, Jesus, I really filet you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. love you that much. I love you, but not like that. And wow. Jesus asked the third time. It's so funny because, you know, I think about a guy continually pursuing a girl that's not into him. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, you should have... Yeah. He left you on red, dog. He should have gotten yeah. the, the message. <laughs> he's That's not, right. He's, he's not. He's not into you. But yeah. yet and still, Jesus is pursuing Peter, and um, I love. I bring that up because before Peter's commissioned, Jesus doesn't ask, "Did you go to seminary?" Mm. Before Peter's commissioned, he doesn't ask him how many followers you got on Instagram. Before Peter's commission. He keeps the main thing, the main thing, the only thing that matters. Do you love me? And as you were answering that question, that's the passage that came to mind. Like, this is not about building a platform for you. This is not about um, getting your name out there. This is not about, you know, getting speaking engagements, you know. And, and I bring that up because that is 2022, 2023. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're, we see young men and women entering ministry for self-gratification, for self-serving reasons, Right. And here you are saying, nah, 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 nah. Like this podcast exists because I love him. And, yeah. um, and that, and I, it's, it's so, I don't know. I just, it's so profound to me. Like, as you were sharing that, I was like, man, I wish we could go back to that. You know, can like, I, can I share, can I share yeah. this story? That, that, that was so divinely inspired. Did you know that that's, I mean, obviously you wouldn't know, but <laughs> and as our, like, that scripture was my commissioning into ministry. Wow. It's crazy you brought that up. No way. So, yeah, yeah, I have to share this with you, bro. Like yeah. we we need we need we need to talk about this because um my first year of Vanguard Bible College. Yeah. I was in this class called Creative Communication. Yeah. And basically, it's just teaching how to communicate creatively, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I still remember the professor's name till this day. His name was uh, Professor Marvin. Mm. And he was at the front of the class. And we were obviously sitting in front of him. And at that season of my life, I was struggling. Mm. I, was, I was battling between, should I have the job huh. that I'm currently working at? which was at this like healthcare company, like moving boxes, yeah. you know, scanning some stuff, whatever, right? Or should I go into ministry full-time? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, when we talk about wrestling, I was wrestling with God. Yeah. yeah. Because in my mind, I had a plan. Yeah. The plan was <laughs> keep this job Make so money. I could pay off for my school, yeah, yeah. my rent, yeah, and yeah. other things things in my life to yeah. like sustain me yeah yeah so dude anyways so i was wrestling with that and i was in the class and he reads that passage wow. he reads the passage where jesus asked peter three times yeah do you love me yeah yeah I kid you not man it was so Huh. divinely inspired when huh. he was reading and all he was doing was just teaching us how to communicate wow. this passage yeah 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 but little did he know that huh. passage was directly communicating to me wow. to commission me Oof. into ministry full-time man and the lord 
did not only just ask Peter that question, yes. he asked me that question. Mm. He said, Sam, do you love me? Wow. To which I responded internally. Like it was a play-by-play -play scene. <laughs> internally, I was like, yes, Lord, I love you. And then he, the professor would ask it again while he's reading the scripture. Yeah. Do you love me? And then I would respond, yes, Lord, I love you. <laughs> and then the third time he would ask it, do you love me? Yeah. And I would say, yes, Lord, I love you. Mm. That moment, I quit my job. Man. And I said, I'm done. The Lord has called me wow. to ministry. I'm going into it full time. Wow. So it's crazy you brought up that scripture. Wow. Because that was literally the commissioning Sheesh. into ministry for me uh, hey. based off of that wrestle and that battle I was going through. Yeah. <laughs> and, and look, who, fast forward, we're talking about God Be Known podcast. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> talking about why you got started. Yeah. 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 Insane. That's beautiful, bro. Well, let me let me ask you this: like, what's sure. what's a win for you for people tuning in to your podcast? Like, what would be the biggest take? Like, you know how people encourage, "Hey, that that podcast episode was really mm -hmm. dope. I love this conversation. That encouraged me. That got me to think. Like, what kind of encouragement would come your way that would make you feel like, yes, this is why I started God Be Known podcast? What's the win for you? Yeah, that's so good. I, I, I myself had to ask that question, you know, to dig a little bit more deeper into the knowing God aspect. Yeah, I think for me, when when people hear the podcast, you know, I, I'm talking about daily things that we go through in life, yes. daily interactions, daily, you know, struggles, uh, certain aspects of our life that maybe we haven't necessarily invited God into, but now it's mm. time to invite him in. Wow. And really what I want, the win that I want for people is to really begin to ask the good questions on, do I really know Jesus personally? Mm. Mm. Like really, really know him personally, and then begin to grow every single day yeah. in getting to know this Jesus through the inerrant yes. scripture and, and the word of God. Yeah. Um, that for me would be the win. It's mm -hmm. just like seeing someone be like, wow, this is who God is and what he says in scripture. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It's always actually been there. You know, yeah. this is not the first time you're hearing it on the podcast. Like, yeah. no, I'm just, all I'm doing is just referencing uh, the scripture. That's, yeah. that's all I'm doing. Yeah. So the more I could guide people to the scripture yeah. to actually know this Jesus personally, mm -hmm. that's a win for me, man. man. Anytime someone could like hear the podcast and be like, wow, I want to go uh. to the Bible. Wow. And I want to know this Jesus. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's a wrap for me. I, I want that. That's what I want for people. That's the yeah. way. I love it. Yeah. Man. I love that's it. That's the way for me. I love it. And that should be the win for us all the time. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I, I'm convicted yes. hearing you talk, bro. I'm like, man, that should literally be our heartbeat every time we do anything that involves the Lord. Um, KB yes. is one of my favorite uh, hip hop artists. And, yeah, uh, I see that. Yeah, I love that, man, bro. I'm unashamed. <laughs> I'm a shit of the gospel so and KB fan. I'm, I'm the president it. of his fan club. <laughs> uh, I was at a concert he was at uh, recently and he said, man, you can forget me, 
but I hope mm. you leave not forgetting the one I'm here to introduce. You know, like it's about him. And I love how you said, man, if I could get people here, right. If I could lead yeah. them to Jesus, that's, that's a win, bro. I love yeah, it. Dog. It's, yes. it's beautiful. Well, Thank I don't want to ask these questions, by the way. Yeah. These are, these are very intentional thought out questions. And, also challenging me in a way to to look deeper into myself too, man, and into the world and the society and the culture that we're living in. So I, I just say that to say you are a great podcast. Oh, like, you know, like I what do you even what's the term? Host? Is that what it is? Yeah, host, podcaster, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm a newbie, bro. I'm an amateur in this game, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. Me. You're not talking like you're amateur. You're talking like you've been here before. <laughs> you're talking like you've been no, here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you are you are phenomenal, man. You're great. I uh, appreciate that, dog. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I don't want to take too much more of your time. This was a fun convo. I want to yes, leave it for you to finish off. The, like, man, what would you want shaping the culture listeners to leave this podcast gaining? You know what? Yeah. What's what's on your heart and what's your message for uh, this generation for this for this platform for the listeners? All that good stuff. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll end it with this. I think uh, a theme that has been interwoven throughout this conversation that I believe is so in line with the Father's heart, because the Father has one message, yeah, and it's Jesus. Yeah, and I think what I want people to take away from this is really know this Jesus personally, like yeah. the Jesus that we're talking about, that is so good to us, that yeah. that loves us, that is. Uh, a, a friend like none other, yeah. you know, like when mother and father abandoned me, there he is still mm. with me. Like that Jesus, I yeah. want people to know. Yeah. And ultimately, I want people to be challenged to say, what areas in my life can I invite Jesus into so that I can let him be known to the yeah. world and, and to people around me, man? That's for me, I'm I'm cool with that. I'm yeah. I'm great with that being the last message. <laughs> yeah, I love it, bro. I love it. Nice and profound. Yeah. Well, listen, let me tell you something, Sam. I yeah. have been deeply encouraged and stirred by this conversation. Um, I want to say thank you for your yes. Thank you for your willingness to use the gifts that God has entrusted you with to make much of who he is. And I'm praying that God blesses the labor of your hands yes. that you see the fruit of it um yes. and that you would see hundreds and thousands if not millions come to know Amen. god through your po platform podcast listen you're a fan you're a friend of the show you are welcome anytime yes, uh, i'll if, hold you to that yeah man if we're having <laughs> conversations like this you can come anytime it. man <laughs> hey, i love it man yeah thank man. you thank yeah you. yeah we're supporters day one bro hope to see yes, sir Hope to see God use you guys profoundly. And, and for the listeners, y'all go check him out. God Be Known Podcast. I'm assuming you're on all streaming platforms, Apple, yes, Spotify. Sir. Are you doing YouTube too? Or? Yes, sir. I'm on YouTube as well. YouTube, all of that yeah. good stuff. Check him catch out. Samuel Tekka on YouTube. Samuel Tekka. Uh, Instagram, if they want to find you on Instagram. I am Sam Tekka. I am Sam Tekka. There you have it. Um, listen, Sam, I'll tell you this. If nobody else got anything from this conversation, I got a ton load. And so <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And until next time, family, peace and grace. This isn't real life. I got a real life crisis better than it ain't no doubt. I ain't got time to debate. This country to save. I can't stay Cuba. I pray.